Welcome to the Switch Leader Podcast, where we decide today the leader we will be tomorrow. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining us on the Switch Leader Podcast. My name is Josh Baldwin. I'm here with my friend James Meehan. James, thanks for joining us today. Oh, thank you for having me, Josh. It's such an honor. Guys, sometimes I just don't know what James is going to say next. He, <laughs> I just can't. I don't know if you all have sensed he's hard to take seriously at times. You can though. He says good things. You just, I just sometimes I'm scared. I don't, I don't know. But that's what editing is for. So just know, like a lot of times when James says things, it could be that he said some things that you know I had to cut out later. Is that fair, James? Or no, it's totally fair. And I just want to remind you that we have not been given a spirit of fear <laughs> and timidity. Josh, but a power, mm. love, and self-control. That perfect love casts out all fear. So if you really yes. love Jesus, then you won't be afraid of things. That's kind of what I <laughs> what I heard you say. You're always ready. He's always ready, folks. Always, always love having James. To give a reason always. to hope that yes. you have. Second Peter 3.15. Also, James has um, more quotes, M- much coming you know, from scripture, but also much coming from books um, mm. Probably a lot from Wikipedia. Haven't proved it, but a lot <laughs> of quotes just saved in his mind bank. And so um, if you think that you have more memorized than him, think again. All right. So, hey, we're going to go into our um, leader question for this week. Um, this is a really good question. And this is actually a question that I'm going to bet every single campus has some leaders that are asking this question. And it's very, very valid. Um, and so it's something that I'm excited um, to get, for us to get to address today. So um, the idea would be, hey, I'm a switch leader and um, I love leading a small group. I've got students in a small group um, that I'm loving having the opportunity to show them love and, and help them grow in their relationship with Christ. But sometimes they have questions that I feel unprepared to answer. Like sometimes they may be going through things that if I'm being completely honest, um, I just feel like I'm not a hundred percent ready um, to step into answering their questions. What would you do to maybe help me become equipped, or just to help me be a little bit more confident? Mm, what a beautiful question! So, uh, rewinding seven years now, I started out as a switch leader at Life Church in Midtown Tulsa at the ripe age of nineteen, and I was thrust into a freshman boy small group. And the thing that was really backwards then is at that point, I was not yet a Christian. So I was leading a small group and I didn't even believe that Jesus was the son of God or that he was even real. Now, the way that that happened was I just like slid under the radar. The only reason I showed up was because my older sister really wanted to serve and switch, but she didn't want to go alone. So she bribed me with Chipotle. And I said, yeah, absolutely. I'll go to this thing and check it out. So, so that was me night one. And at the end Wait, of night one. just real quick. Was Chipotle the beginning of your relationship with Christ? Uh, yes. Chipotle was the beginning and also the end, the alpha and the omega. Just kidding. <laughs> oh, oh, boy. <laughs> that, that, I don't know. No, that, that was weird. No, I don't <laughs> I mean, think you can say that. Back, back to the story. So, <laughs> so I show up night one, right? I'm with this group of freshman guys. And we, we talked, we hung out, built relationship. And I got to the end of the night and I thought, you know, this, was, this wasn't so bad. Probably not going to come back, but it wasn't so bad. Well, the next week, my sister really wanted to go back. 
and she wasn't quite yet comfortable going alone. And so she invited me once again. And I said, nah, I'm good. I tried it. Not for me. She said, Hey, I'll buy you Chipotle again. And so naturally <laughs> I showed up to switch right. night two, second week in a small group as a small group leader who, again, at this point still don't have a relationship with Jesus. So then that night, the main small group leader for these ninth grade guys was out. So it's me and some other guy who just literally sat on Instagram the whole time leading this group of 12 freshman boys. And because he's on Instagram, I'm leading this small group. And again, all we did, we <laughs> talked, we hung out, we built a relationship. And I thought this is kind of cool. It was that following weekend when I actually heard the gospel presented in a way that cut through all of my doubts and my questions and prompted me to respond by saying, you know what, even though I don't know if this stuff is true, Jesus, I want to give you a chance. And so I'm going to, I'm going to follow you. And that began this journey of, okay, if I'm going to do this following Jesus thing, I want to know what it's all about. I want to be prepared. I want to be equipped. And I want to make sure that I'm actually leading this group of guys well, that I'm leading them to what's true and what's good. And so that started me on this journey that I've been on for the last seven years of trying to figure out what does it really look like to faithfully follow Jesus in our modern world? And so I, I say all that to say, I am very aware of how challenging some of those conversations can be if you don't know the answers <laughs> or if you're trying yeah. to lead your students to become fully devoted followers of Christ and you yourself are in the journey of trying to figure out what does that even mean for you. And so what I want to do is I'm going to give you one super practical tip in the meantime, and then a couple of different resources that can help you as you continue on this journey. The super practical tip in the meantime is this. When a student asks you a question that you don't know the answer to, tell them you don't know. Amen. All right, moving on. Uh, no, no, but, but, but in all, <laughs> seriousness, all seriousness, one of the most valuable things that we can do for our students is model humility, honesty, and a hunger to learn. And so when a student asks you a question you don't know the answer to, tell them you don't know, and then follow that up with, but I'd love to do some more research so that we can talk about this next week. Or, but man, I know somebody who's super passionate about this stuff. Let me get you connected to them so that you can ask them that question because I think they might have some more information to share. I don't know, but man, here's the thing. There are some times where I'm still trying to figure this out too. And I just love that we get to ask these questions and talk about it in small group. And you asking that question actually makes me want to go learn and discover more about it. So thank you for helping me grow spiritually. Like, like what you're doing there is you are modeling genuine humility, honesty, and a hunger to learn for your students. And you are giving them an example they can follow. First Corinthians 11, 1, the apostle Paul says, follow my example as I follow Christ. Your students will see what you do do and be inspired by that way more than anything that you have to say. And so you doing that, I think is so, so valuable. Now, as you are going on the journey of trying to own your own faith, of own your own discipleship, of becoming a fully devoted follower of Christ so that you can lead your students to become fully devoted followers of Christ, I would recommend a couple of resources. The first resource is this one right here, the Switch Leader Podcast, <laughs> because every week what we want to do is give you really practical insights in how you can lead your students well and how you can lead yourself well. Because we know that at the end of the day, if I'm on this journey of leading others closer to Jesus, I have to be on that journey too, because people can sniff out hypocrisy from a mile of way. But when I am pursuing Jesus passionately myself, then I'm going to inspire others to go on that journey 
with me. So the first thing, Switch Leader Podcast. Obviously, if you're hearing my voice, you're already on top of this, but there's probably leaders you serve with that either A, don't know about the podcast or B, haven't taken the time to listen to it. And you could be a huge gift to them by sharing this resource with them. That's thing number one. Thing number two is the Culture Translator weekly email from Axis. It is an email that goes out every Friday with a few of the big things that happened in culture and some conversation prompts to help you be equipped on how to talk about those things. It's really simple. It's really quick. And it is how I stay up to date with all things culture because I'm super passionate about studying the Bible, but I don't really care as much about being a student of culture, but that matters because our students are being shaped and formed by culture every single day. And so if I'm going to step into their world and help bring them closer to Jesus, I've got to be aware of the different desires, the temptations that are moving them potentially away from Jesus so that I can intercept those with the truth of God's word. So thing number one, switch to their podcast. Thing number two, the culture translator, you can subscribe to it. They send you the weekly email. It's absolutely incredible. And then thing number three that I would offer to you is the fully devoted discipleship study that you can find in the YouVersion Bible app. So what we did is we actually went and wrote a six month discipleship study put it in the Bible app that starts from the very beginning of the biblical story in Genesis, goes all the way to Revelation, answering the big questions about what does it mean to be a fully devoted follower of Christ? Because what so many of us know is that if we are in these positions of leadership where we have been entrusted, we have been called, we have been commissioned by God to make disciples of all nations, to baptize in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, to teach them to obey everything that Jesus has commanded us, then we've probably got to have a good foundation of what that looks like. And so just like my journey started with me having a radical encounter with Jesus and trying to figure out where do I go from here? That's the truth for so many of us. And then there's others of us where we've been following Jesus for a really long time, but we've never actually been discipled. And now we've been put in a position where we're being asked to disciple others. And this resource is meant to be a really, really great pathway for you to walk on with a group of friends, for you to walk your students through, or even for you to go through personally so that you can be introduced to a lot of these ideas that are super duper helpful, not just for your journey, but for you leading your students. And like I said, you can find that version Bible app, just search fully devoted and introduction. We'll have a link in the show notes as well so that you can find it through there. But these are three resources that I honestly think if you committed to doing the fully devoted discipleship study, listening to the Switch Leader podcast, and reading the Culture Translator for a semester of Switch, by the end of that semester, you would be very equipped, very developed, and pretty darn discipled so that you'd be set up for success to do the same for your students. So that's my thoughts for you. If you don't know the answer, tell them you don't know, and engage with these resources, own your own development, because when you're in a position of leadership called and equipped by God to disciple others, we've got to make sure that we're owning our own discipleship journey. I love that. And I think it's really what, what you said is really important for us to understand. It's first of all, no one has all the answers. So it's important to understand that, but also to understand that you, you, while you won't ever have all the answers, as long as you are doing your part to grow in your own faith, then you really, you truly don't have anything to worry about. You're doing what you should be doing. Make sure that you're investing in your own faith so that you can be genuine in telling them, Hey, I really am on the same journey you're on because otherwise we may just find ourselves going, yeah, man, I don't know. The, I don't know. Like, I just don't know. And then you have to stop there and you don't want to stop there. Like don't, don't have to stop there. Be able to tell them, Hey, I'm on the same journey. We're pursuing the same thing. 
Um, thank you so much, James, for addressing that. And thank you for the question. Um, for um, those of you that are listening, every one of you has had some type of question that you've thought, man, I wonder blank. I want for you, please, to send in that question to our email, switch at life.church. So very simple, email your question or even topics that you may think, hey, we'd love for you to cover on the podcast. Send those to switch at life.church and give us an opportunity to bring those into the show. Know that when we do, you are also influencing switch other switch leaders throughout our different campuses because many of them are probably wondering the very same thing. Um, so James, we're going to move on now to our topic for today. Um, as we go into each new series and switch, we love to do our best to set our switch leaders up to win. We know that each series has a little bit of a different focus, and we want them to be able to go in, not go in blind, but go in having an idea um, of the topic at hand. And so we'd love if you would just take a minute and share with us what is coming. Yep. So this next series we're about to step into is titled By Faith. It is uh, four total weeks of series content, but we've got Thanksgiving in the middle, and then this will bring us right up to the last night of Switch, which will be a Switch worship night where we'll get to hear uh, different stories of life change that have happened throughout. But we've got two weeks leading up to Thanksgiving, and then the two weeks following Thanksgiving that are this series by faith. And the entire idea of this series is to walk through Hebrews chapter 11, which has been called the faith chapter because it's in this chapter that the author of Hebrews begins in verse one by telling us faith is the rest of the sentence. And then what's really, really interesting is the rest of this chapter is illustrating the different examples of how people throughout the biblical story have lived by faith. And one of the things that I think is really important for us to recognize is that the way that we think in the modern world is not the same way that people think in the ancient world. So for example, most of us living in the modern Western world think primarily around definitions and ideas. But in the ancient times, the Jewish people especially thought more through the lens of images and stories. And so what oftentimes will happen is as followers of Christ, we will hear Hebrews 11.1, 1, faith is assurance of what we hope for and confidence in the things that we do not see and assume that that's all that faith is. But the rest of this chapter in Hebrews 11 is actually illustrating, fleshing out and painting a picture of all that faith is, not just the confident assurance in the things that we cannot see, but it's actually more than that because Hebrews 11, uh, two goes on to say that this is what the ancients were commended for. And then it's one example after another of how these different people throughout the biblical story lived by faith. And so what we did with this series is we took the entire chapter examining the statement at the very beginning, plus the examples that are listed throughout to come up with our working definition of faith for this series. And that definition is this, is that faith is trust based on evidence that leads to obedience. Faith is trust based on evidence that leads to obedience. Now, I, I really tried um, to get us to make this entire series faith one acronym. And the acronym I came up with was fear ain't in this house, faith. Um, but that got vetoed and shot down. So what we ended up with is way better. <laughs> but I say all that to say, what we're going to do over the course of this series is help our students understand what faith is, why it matters, and how they can begin to live by faith.
because we live in a world today where we've talked about this and we will continue to talk about this because this perspective is so important for us to hold on to. And it's the idea that our students are growing up in a different worldview than we did. That for us, most of us in the United States grew up in a world where we believed that God is good, that Christianity is true, that the Bible is trustworthy. That is not the same worldview that our students are growing up in. They're growing up in a world that is increasingly apathetic and hostile towards the things of God. So they're constantly wondering, is any of this even worth believing in? Is faith worth it? Because we used to live in a society where there are a lot of cultural benefits for being a Christian. And one by one by one by one, those things are being taken away. And so the question at the end of the day becomes, is faith worth it? Is following Jesus worth the challenges that are going to come with it? And so what we want to help our students understand is that faith is not just sunshine and rainbows. <laughs> faith is trusting God based on the evidence that will lead us to obedience. It's not just believing the right things, but it's actually committing to the person of Jesus and following him wherever he leads. And so in the beginning of this series, we're going to talk about how the foundation of our faith comes from trusting the story that God's inviting us into. It is a story that starts with a good beginning in Genesis 1 and 2, where God creates everything. He calls it good, and he creates us in his image and declares that we are very good. That's what week one is all about, is making sure that we have the right story, a story that begins with a good beginning and a story that ends with God creating everything and making it new through the sacrificial, redemptive work of Jesus on the cross. And then week two, we're stepping into this idea of, hey, if you want to trust the story, then you've actually got to meet the author. And the author of our story is the God of heaven and earth, this Trinitarian community of love, Father, Son, and Spirit. And in order for us to actually trust that God is good, we've got to get to know him. And the biblical understanding of knowing God is so much more than simply believing that he's real. It starts there, but it doesn't end there. Knowing God starts with believing that he's real. Then it moves on to trusting that he's good, understanding that he cares for you, and then wrapping our minds around this beautiful idea that God wants to partner with us. And so week two, we're going to just explore what does it look like for us to meet the author, to experience intimacy with Jesus, because that's exactly what God wants for us. And then we take off a week because of Thanksgiving where we won't be meeting at Switch IRL, but we will still be meeting at Switch Online. And that week we'll do just have a uh, Switch giving celebration, sharing the stories of how God has been moving. Then when we're back the week after Thanksgiving for week three of this series, we're going to ask the question, okay, but what about when? What about when it seems like my faith is falling apart? What about when it seems like following Jesus isn't worth it? What about when I don't think I can believe this stuff anymore. And we're going to spend a week just exploring that question. What do we do when it feels like our faith is failing? And then finally, in week four, we're going to uh, have this series close out. It'll be the second last night of the semester with a student team teach where at each of our locations, some of our very own Switch students will get on stage and share their faith story and how God is helping them learn how to trust him how to discover the evidence that points to his existence, and how to live with obedience in such a way that brings the good news of Jesus to others. So that's the four-week series that we're about to step into by faith, where hopefully by the end of it, our students will have a better understanding of what faith is, why it matters, and what it looks like to actually live by faith. I am really, really excited about this. It's going to be such a strong way for us to wrap up this semester, and I love the student team teach. I think that um, everyone that got to watch that happen toward the end of last school year 
loved it. I mean, it was such a cool thing to get for us, especially us as youth pastors, to get to invest and spend some time investing in students as they're preparing a message to get to preach um, to to their peers. And I think of like different opportunities I got as a teenager, and this was certainly not one of them, right? And so it makes me think about like what like like what does that mean to them? Like like what kind of um, what kind of weight do they feel? Because we we actually we want them to feel the weight of knowing you are being given a significant platform. How cool is this that God has put you in a position to get to influence your peers in this way? And I know that their peers that are sitting there watching also are locked in, knowing this is somebody that that I do life with, that I'm doing sports with and school with, and um, and get to be influenced by them. So can't wait to hear that stuff. James, it's going to be a really, really great series. So I want to ask you this. As a switch leader then, we've got this coming. It's always helpful for us to know what the content's going to be. Even for us, sometimes I think, and I hope switch leaders do this, is is almost focusing to a degree your prayers and your heart going into this, knowing what's coming, saying, God, show me where we should focus as a small group. Reveal to me um, what my focus should look like with my students. But outside of that, like, what what could we be doing um, to best prepare ourselves and our students to get the most out of this series? Yeah, man, I think that's such a good question because like we talked about at the very beginning of this conversation, the reality is, is that your example as a switch leader is the thing that has the most influence on the faith journey of your students. This is why even though my job is to create the content for switch, I understand that the most effective content is really just content that sets up meaningful conversations for you to lead through, build relationships and point your students to Jesus through. And so as you are preparing for this upcoming series, here's what I would do if I were you. I would take some time to just move slowly through Hebrews chapter 11 and the first few verses of chapter 12 and just take time during your quiet time as you're studying the scriptures to just read through it but more specifically to pray through it and look at the examples of these different heroes of the faith and ask yourself the question, does my faith look like that? And this isn't meant to be you comparing yourself to the standard that you can never live up to, but it's actually looking at the way that the Bible tries to invite us into this journey of becoming like Jesus, which is giving us these examples of people who have gone before who have lived by faith. And if you read into the context of all of the different people that are listed out in Hebrews chapter 11, you're going to know that none of them are perfect, <laughs> right? The Bible is very different from social media in the sense that the Bible doesn't just give us the highlight reels. The Bible gives us the nitty gritty messed up aspects of these people's lives. The people who had these radical encounters with God where they saw him, they experienced him. They heard his voice. They saw him do incredible things. And, and that, that prompted them to live into that relationship with God through acts of obediences. And yet they still fell short. They still messed up. They still sinned. They still suffered hardships. And so I, I, I say that to say, as you're preparing for the series, praying for your students and what God might do through them, take some time to just read through Hebrews 11. Look at the different examples of these heroes of the faith. And ask yourself the question, does my faith look like that? Does it look like trusting that God is good, that he cares about me, and that he wants to partner with me? Do I have good reasons to believe that Christianity is true? Or do I just believe that God is real because that's what I've always been told? And again, if, if that's your story, there's nothing wrong with that. But we've got to acknowledge that our students are looking for more. 
they're looking not just for what we tell them, but they're actually looking for the evidence to believe that this stuff is worth believing in. And then finally, the next question would be, does my faith actually lead me to practice obedience? Because faith isn't just believing the right things. It's not just believing that God is real. It's actually following Jesus. And if our faith isn't moving us to action, then it's something that's less than what the Bible calls faith. And again, none of this is meant to uh, like make you feel bad about yourself. It's just this very honest self-reflection because the life of a follower of Jesus should be defined by us reflecting on the areas of our lives that are not currently in alignment with who God's called us to be and asking God's spirit to work in us to bring those into alignment so that we can accurately reflect the example of Jesus to the people around us. This is why one of my favorite things to pray is um, found in one of the Psalms that David wrote where he says, search me, God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. See if there's any offensive way in me and lead me to the way everlasting. God, search me and help me understand the parts of my life where I'm not fully trusting you. God, reveal to me the reasons to believe that you're good, that you're real, that you care, and that you want a relationship with me. And God, empower me by the work of your spirit to live in obedience to the teachings of your son, Jesus. And I think when you take the time to go through this process, what God's going to do is he's going to work in you so that you can be prepared to lead your students closer to him. Love it. Love it. This is going to be a really great series. We are going to finish this semester so strong, so strong. James, thanks for hanging out with us today, man. We always appreciate when you um, share some of your wisdom and Wikipedia thoughts with us, but we know that most of it is, is scripture based. It's just that, you know, some of it, I don't, I don't know where all these quotes come from. And I just, I mean, you know, half, the I time still love I, you. half the time I make it up and I just attach some name to it. <laughs> Okay. Well, let's, and you're, yeah, and their names that we wouldn't recognize. So, exactly. um, hey, hey, I want to say thank you to everybody for joining us. Please remember, if you have topic ideas, if you have um, questions that you'd love to hear us um, answer or talk about on the podcast, do us a huge favor and please um, send those questions in and give us an opportunity to uh, be able to communicate about those as well. We love getting to hang out here with you, be telling other switch leaders what they're missing if they're not hearing from the podcast. And I want to say thank you all for joining us as well on the Switch Leader Podcast, where we decide today the leader we will be tomorrow.